Check, check. Check one, two, one, two. Happy Sunday for me to you. Back by popular demand is the one and only Cal and KO show. And I say one and only because there aren't any other people named Cal and KO on the same show doing what we do. So technically, we are the one and only Cal and KO show brought to you by Anchor. We appreciate you for finding us. We also apologize for the long delay in production. I've been busy with work and KO has been busy beating up the streets in that Hollywood scene, man. He's up there doing his grind. But we're going to get right into some some Sunday fun day nonsense right now. Let's talk this football shit. But we got to start with talking about the Saturday night game, AFC West showdown, San Diego Chargers at Kansas City Chiefs. Chargers have been on a roll. Chiefs have been on a downslide. They were the hottest team in the league at the start of the season, they being the Chiefs. And now they've decided to take a big shit and let everybody else get back into the division race. One of those teams is the Chargers. They're battling it out for first place. And like I've made this comment before about being from San Diego, living in San Diego and being around the Chargers and their history for a very long time. Right when you get your hopes up and you think that they're going to turn the corner and do what they're supposed to do, they find a way to fuck it up and drop the ball. And that's exactly what they did Saturday night in Kansas City. I don't have anything bad to say about Kansas City except for the fact like they just need to get their shit together and stay consistent. That's the team that we thought Kansas City was supposed to be all season long. Over 400 yards of offense. Alex Smith now taking shots downfield, big plays on offense, big plays on defense. That's the that's the Chiefs that we saw earlier in the year, and that um, in past years we've ex- we, we've seen them have a late second half of the season push to that where they take that momentum into the playoffs and they ball out of front. Well, they don't ball, but you get you get what I'm saying. They normally the Chiefs start out slow, end hot. This year they started hot fell off and now they get a win against the Chargers when they needed to and as for the Chargers same old Chargers start out shitty 0-4 right when you give up on them they come back give you some more hope no we're gonna win a couple games stay here stay here stay with us stay with us fans stay with us so they do that and then you get back on their wagon okay guys we're not ready to give up on you we see what you're doing and then yes they're in contention They're, they're they're playing for the first place in the division and then that and I told I was I was watching the game with the general, and once it got to the fourth quarter, and Philip Rivers had he, he threw an interception I want to say in the third quarter, and I and, and that broke his streak. He had the longest active streak of passes without an interception, like almost 200 passes without a pick. Not bad. But he threw that pick, and the Chargers were losing. And I told the general. I said, the problem with Phillip Rivers is when you get him to throw one and the Chargers are losing, since he's a gunslinger, you're going to get him to throw at least one more interception, probably two, because he's like Santa Claus. You get him to throw one, he's giving out gifts to everybody. And he had two picks in the fourth quarter. I called that. And I said one of them was going to go to Marcus Peters, which it did. Um, The Chargers still have hope. They need help to get into the playoffs they're not getting into the playoffs without winning that division so they need kansas city to lose they need oakland to lose and they need to win out sounds like a lot but they've done it before they're the only other team to start out 0 and 4 and then still eventually make the playoffs so there's hope for you san diego la charger fans 
good luck with that. And now moving on to Sunday, man. The biggest story for me this week is that Aaron fucking Rodgers is back. He is back and he is playing um, to try and get the Green Bay Packers into the playoffs. They have a very tough schedule. Aaron Rodgers coming back to play today against the Carolina Panthers, who is a team that is no slouch, and they are also fighting for their playoff lives as well. That's not an easy game to win. Green Bay also has to play against Minnesota next week, who is first place in their division and beating the brakes off of the Cincinnati Bengals right now as I speak. And then their Week 17 game, those being the Packers, the Packers will have to go against the division rival, the Detroit Lions. I've got all the faith in the world in Aaron Rodgers. I think he's one of, I think he's the best quarterback in the game right now. Just off the eye test, what I see that man do on the field, I think he's the baddest dude to do it. Doesn't have the resume of Brady and Manning and all these other guys, but what I see from Aaron Rodgers on the field, I don't put anything past him. His squad just ain't always that great, as he is. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Green Bay Packers moving forward for these last two and a half weeks of the season. They are right now, They it looks like they're winning. They are beating the Panthers 14 to 10. Uh, like I said, Minnesota's beating the brakes off of Cincinnati. There are some other very, very big games. The game is going to be the rematch of the AFC Championship game. New England Patriots at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers need this win for their psyche. Point blank, period. They can't beat the Patriots. Every time that the Steelers have gone to the Super Bowl, they didn't have to play New England to get there. Tom Brady has not lost to these Patriots. Mike Tomlin. Wait, I said that wrong. Tom Brady has not lost to these Steelers, who learned me how to spoke. And Mike Tomlin has not beat these Patriots. There we go. We're back on track right now. But this is the game. So for New England, I can see how they need this win. They just lost to Miami. And Miami did what I think is going to be um, the standard. If people were paying attention, those Miami DBs got up in the grill. They pressed them. They manned them. They were harassing them within that five yards and throwing off Tom Brady and the receiver's rhythm that way they weren't necessarily getting the pass rush they were throwing them off with their timing of the routes um pittsburgh better defense i think than miami but they normally run zone blitzes and zone schemes tom brady shits on that all day every day you saw what he did to them in the afc championship game all that zone stuff he does his homework he's 95 years old he knows what you're doing so he's gonna pick that apart all day so will Pittsburgh be able to then come into this game and switch it up and do something different? Because if you haven't been winning, you got to do something different. Definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Correct? Correct. All right. So New England needs this win because they don't lose two games in a row. And the home field advantage throughout the playoffs is on the line here. Patriots, when they get home field advantage, they normally end up in the Super Bowl. Pittsburgh, if they don't win this game at home against this team, it doesn't matter what happens in the playoffs. They will lose to this team in the playoffs because it's going to be in their head. They got to win one. They got to get at least one from New England to move forward and go, we got a shot against them in the, in the playoffs. Antonio Brown leads the league in receiving. Um, Le'Veon Bell leads the league in rushing. 
Ben Roethlisberger right up there within the yards. So, Belichick's going to shut out AB. We get that. That means Bell's got to go ham. Or uh, Bryant got to go ham. Somebody's got to step up for the Steelers to get that win. It's going to be a very interesting game. I am excited, very excited to see the New England Patriots at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Saints beating the Jets by a touchdown. Saints fighting for their lives. They lead the division. Yeah, but they've got Carolina on their ass. Atlanta's trying to get back in it. So the Saints should not only shouldn't be beating the Jets by only a touchdown. But it's early in the third. Hopefully they open it up on them. Break one of NFL football is in the books. We are going to take a quick break. We'll come back, talk some more football. Talk whatever else comes to mind on this Sunday Fun Day edition of Cal and KO. We appreciate you. Stick around. Cal and KO brought to you by Anchor on an exciting football Sunday. I hope everybody's having a good day. And it's time to give some shout outs on the Anchor. You know, we're back by popular demand because for once in our life, we actually got hit up. People were reaching out to us going, yo, we ain't heard you in a while and we'd like to get you guys back on the radio. WWE All Results Radio Podcast. Find them on Anchor. They're pretty dope. Uh, I haven't been watching. I just got back into watching wrestling over the last couple years. My brother, my older brother, who never stopped watching wrestling, he's got the WWE subscription. And he'll let me know when I need to come over and watch the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And he puts me up on game. And as far as who I need to be watching out for, my son has been playing the WWE 2K game His guy is John Cena So I've been getting more and more Back into the wrestling It's gotten a lot more exciting I was listening to the WWE All Results Radio Show They were mentioning a guy by the name of AJ Styles I've just been put up on game With this guy and he's pretty goddamn dope I gotta say it I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy But when I watch the guy in the ring He's doing some pretty tricky shit that I haven't seen before And supposed to, he's supposed to be the real deal So I will be watching some more wrestling And I will definitely be checking out the WWE All Results Podcast on Anchor I appreciate you guys for reaching out to me And while I've got your attention, people I'm going to let you guys know some other shows that you guys should check out for The Go Baller FFS Show Go check them out Say What You Feel, also a pretty dope show Shout out to the homies at the House Show That's wrestling as well, it's not house music Don't get it twisted and then the Track Star Sports Show, Seek First Sports Talk. You've got a lot of it. And then, of course, the homies at Medicine Remixed. We appreciate you all and everybody at the Anchor Fam. Far from Ordinary Podcast, I can't forget about you. Your Lakers will get it together sooner rather than later. You know I had to take that dig. But anyways, that's what we're doing right there. Shout out to all of the people at Anchor. We appreciate you. Let's go ahead and finish up talking about this football thing right now. Sunday fun day, Cal and KO. Uh, the morning games just finished up. The afternoon games has just started. I was going to start this break by talking a whole bunch of shit about Philly. I saw that they were getting their ass beat earlier in this game to the New York Giants. Uh, the Giants who gave up before the season started, it seemed like they just sucked. They got their coach fired, their GM fired, Eli got benched. Their whole shit's in shambles. And I understand Carson Wentz got hurt last year. But you're a better team than the Giants. And they were losing, but they came back and they found a way to get the win. 
34-29 on the road. Philly beats New York, which keeps them the number one seed in the NFC. And they have clinched their division. Good for Philly, because it's not the Cowboys winning that division. New Orleans Saints won 31-19 against the Jets. Saints must be for real. They're 10-4. and they have, a, they have a lead in that division. One of the games I'm excited about was the Jacksonville Jaguars putting that spanking on the Houston Texans. Jaguars are 10-4, and four and they are in the playoffs for the first time in like 10 years. Good for the Jags. It said Minnesota's defense beat the shit out of the Bengals 34-7. We see y'all. Baltimore beat up on Cleveland. That's expected. 27-10 on the road. Uh, Buffalo won a division game against the Dolphins. They are 8-6. 24-16 was that score. Redskins beat up on the Cardinals. We expect that. It was close. 20-15. Neither of those two teams matter. Um, what else? Carolina. Carolina held on to the win against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers had them up 14-10 early and then Carolina remembered that they're the better team and they did what they were supposed to do. They won that game 31-24. And now we've got the Niner game that has just started. 3-zip against Tennessee. The Rams are out on an early lead in Seattle against the Seahawks. And the game of the week really is Pittsburgh against New England and Pittsburgh is already out early. NFC West. Let's talk about this NFC West game because this is a big deal. Nine and four Rams at eight and five Seahawks. This is for the division right here. The Rams have been a Cinderella team, let's say, all season. I've been personally waiting to see if they were going to be for real, if they were going to fall off, and they continue to stay there. Seattle, despite having so many injuries, continues to stay relevant. The Legion of Boom is no more. It's basically Russell Wilson's team, and he's just out there running around and running wild and doing what he has to do to keep that team in contention and in the hunt. So they're one game off of the lead. If they beat the Rams right here, there's a tie for first in the NFC West. Right now, 13-zip Rams, but it's a whole lot of football left to play. We'll see what really, really goes down there. The Sunday night game is going to be the Dallas Cowboys at the Oakland Raiders. I'm going Raiders all day. Just because it ain't about the Cowboys ever Not in this household And then the Monday night game I fully expect the Atlanta Falcons to beat up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers That's how this goes down It is Sunday fun day Touchdown Steelers They look like they serious It's a tight game 7-7 Antonio Brown caught, us, caught a pass in this game And he goes for 100 receptions on the season First player in NFL history to have five straight 100 reception seasons. Shout out to Antonio Brown. Uh-oh, and it looks like this may be coming back. Oh, no, it does not. It is not overturned. It stands. Touchdown, Pittsburgh. 7-7, New England Steelers. We got a game going on right there. NFL Week 15, midday recap. Early games are in the books. Afternoon games are starting. This is Cal and KO on Anchor. We appreciate you, and we will be right back. What the hell is this nonsense champagne? 
what is this bullshit? I, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm leaving. Oh, okay, you can get, get out. Hey, 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 man, I walked out of Rick James in 1979 right before he sang You and I. You think I give a fuck about... Medicine Remix and Colin K.O. brought to you by AT&T. We are paying our bills on time, so not throttling our brand, broadband, so we're good to go. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? What do you think about that shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm always dropping the, the sponsors. That was hey, oh, which, by the way, uh, your guys' um, uh, commercial ads, they're, they're funny as shit. And, and I think we do something similar. We do like fake farm commercial instead of fat farm. Yeah. Um, we do like fake <laughs> pharmaceutical commercials. But I'm probably going to steal from you guys in the sense that they're real products you're talking about, but they're they're sponsored for outrageous reasons. Oh yeah, yeah. And and, and, and I think that that's a, that's a weird way, but I think would be effective to actually get the real pro- product to actually want to be sponsored. Yeah, definitely, man. That's the way. That's the way I like. That's the way we like to do it over here. Yeah, you don't get their exactly. attention one way or the yeah. other. Yeah, they're either gonna, they're either gonna tell yeah. us like, "Hey, man, don't talk about our shit." Cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do not. Hey, hey, we in no way, shape, or form endorse yeah. the message that you're delivering. Or they're gonna say we like what you're doing. Yeah. Cal and Ko on anchor. Thank you for finding us. Let's go ahead and wrap up this NFL Week 15 game of the week. What the fuck happened in Pittsburgh? What was Big Ben doing? That was a very close game. Patriots versus Steelers. Back and forth game. I said before that Pittsburgh needed to win this game for their psyche. They hadn't beaten the Patriots. They know that if they want to win a Super Bowl, they got to go through New England. They're the champs. That's the team they need to beat. The two times that they've been to the dance in this Tom Brady era, they didn't have to go through Tom Brady. So... The Steelers needed this game, and they came in, and they were ready to play, and it was a damn good game. Like I'm saying, Tom Brady does what he does. Marches downfield, gets them in position to take the lead, which they do. Gronk had an incredible catch going downfield to score that touchdown that won the game. He didn't score the touchdown, but had a great catch that set them up. And the Steelers were ready. They, they stepped up to the challenge. They get the ball. And they go right down the field to put themselves in position to at least get the field goal to tie, if not score the touchdown to win it. And then they score what appears to be the game-winning touchdown to the tight end. Great play, great pass, official review, overturn, incomplete pass. And that is where I felt like the mojo was gone. Because I felt like it was, what, two plays later? That they get inside of the five yard line. They're running up to the line to go spike the ball on a third. It's third down. They're going to go spike it, make it fourth down, have the guy come out, kick the field goal, tie the game, go overtime. Big Ben does the fake spike. And the only people that know that he did the fake spike apparently was Big Ben who did it, and then his receiver who ran the slant route into like. He was double covered, and then there's a third guy there. Big Ben forces the throw, gets tipped, picked off in the end zone, and the Patriots once again come away with a lucky fucking win. My goodness. I don't need the Patriots winning. It was a damn good game. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Patriots hater. I guess I kind of am. But I'm not, I mean, I'm not a fan of these teams either way. I just hate to see a situation like that 
where the team that is already the favorite gets some lucky call like that. My goodness. The pay, uh, the Steelers are done. I'm just saying. All you Pittsburgh fans, the Steelers are done. They needed that win for their psyche. They have not beat that team in critical situations. And I know you need that for your confidence. And they just did not get it. It's not just that they lost. It's that they lost at home. And they lost a close one. And they lost a close one on some bullshit that your quarterback did. And no one else knew about it. Mike Tomlin's face on the sidelines was priceless. But make no mistakes about it. The Steelers are done. They ain't gonna win. They may face the Patriots in the playoffs. But that means it's gonna be in New England. They're gonna lose that. Or they're going to be playing a team in the playoffs knowing that they've got to face New England the next week. They're going to overlook the team they're playing. They're going to lose to that team and not even get to New England. But the Steelers are done. I remember, I'm a Niner fan, and I remember in the early 90s when the Niners and the Cowboys were going back and forth, right? And it got to the point where the Cowboys had... They had the advantage on the Niners. Beat them in two NFC Championship games. Won their Super Bowls. Right? Like, they had the Niners number. They played in the regular season. The Niners were geared up for it. And they lost. And I remember Steve Young saying that when it got to, like, the 94 season, this is the year that the Niners went ahead and they got Dion as a free agent. They brought him over and they just went out and they reloaded that damn team. I remember Steve Young saying that when they played the Cowboys that season during the regular season, knowing that they had just lost lost to them multiple times in the playoffs and in regular season, like this team had their number. They were in their head. Steve Young made it a point to say that they needed to beat that team that time in the regular season. So they knew that when it came playoff time, when they'd see him again, that they had all of that shit behind them. And that's why I felt like the Steelers needed this win to get that shit behind them. And they didn't. So now they lost home field. They lost to the team that continues to kick their ass. And come playoff time, the Patriots will probably beat that ass again. And I don't think the Patriots are a better team roster-wise than the Steelers. But when somebody's in your head and styles make fights, we all know that. That is what it is sometimes. What a game in Pittsburgh. Niners got to win since I brought him up. Niners got to win. Very good game against the Tennessee Titans. Niners at home beat the Titans who are above 500. Still trying to hang on to some hope of a playoff shot. And Jimmy Garoppolo... Uh, the quarterback for the Niners who they traded for from the Patriots looks good. I get it. He looks like a damn solid quarterback. And you know what? That's what happens when you come from a good franchise with a good coach and a Hall of Fame quarterback to learn under. Props to the Niners, John Lynch, Mike Shanahan for grabbing Garoppolo in that trade. Niners got to win. On a sad note, the Cowboys also got to win. Fuck the Cowboys, man. Lying piece of sack of shit, slut trash can, scum is dirtbag.
bitch! And man, what about the NFC West showdown between the Rams and the Seahawks? The Rams going into Seattle. Twelfth man, all of that bullshit and showing that Seattle city, that Seattle Seahawks team, that the LA Rams apparently are the business and they for real. They went in there and beat the brakes off of them. That was the Seattle Seahawks worst ass whooping in I don't know how many years, but that was an ass whooping. And now the Rams have full total control of the NFC West. And it looks like they are coming to give people problems come playoff time. And with Philly's quarterback situation being the way it is, Carson Wentz is out and Nick Foles is a very good backup. He's a decent quarterback, um, but they have a good team. The Rams are looking like they coming for him. You better be ready, Philly. And going back to the, the game of the week and now what some people are calling the game of the year. Patriots at Steelers. Sad note, Antonio Brown partially torn left calf. He's likely to return for the playoffs, but they're uncertain on that. A sad way to end what is the regular season for what could have been the first wide receiver to catch that MVP award. That would have been dope to see. And Patriots, you still suck for winning that game. It's Cal K on anchor. I'm bitter. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Callie KO brought to you by Anchor. Man, some very exciting touchdown celebrations this week. The NFL is getting a lot more. These players are getting a lot more creative with their celebrations. I'm really starting to dig it between the Pittsburgh celebration where Bryant scores the touchdown and then Juju Smith Schuster Schuster Smith I'm dyslexic I don't know how you say his last name 19 that ride the bike Anyways he reenacted his hit On Bontez Burpick In the end zone as the celebration That was dope And then in uh, Philly Had some pretty hot celebrations uh, What'd they do hot potato There was a power walking Celebration in the end zone Receiver scores a touchdown and then he lines up with his teammates and they do like a speed walking race in the end zone. That was pretty dope. Shout out to old boy in Minnesota, Stephon Diggs, who scores a touchdown. And since he's on the Vikings and they wear the purple and gold, he is his end zone celebration. He does the post move like he's posting up his homie on some basketball shit and does the fadeaway in respect to Kobe Bryant, who gets his number retired Monday at home against the Golden State Warriors. You know I'm going to touch on that a little bit later. But shout out to all of the players in the NFL and their very creative touchdown celebrations. Hit us up. Cal and KO right here on Anchor. What celebrations stand out to you? Or if you were in the league and you scored a touchdown, what would you do? Let them motherfucker know. We here. Cal and KO on Anchor. Talent KO brought to you by Anchor. We are wrapping up another podcast, and we truly do appreciate you for taking the time to listen to us. And I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen to me when KO is not in the building. It just cracked midnight over here on the West Coast. It's getting kind of late. We're going to shut this podcast down, and we're going to come back tomorrow and talk on some new topics. But what I do want to talk about tomorrow, Monday, we are going to talk Warriors at Lakers. 
The Black Mamba's getting both of his numbers retired and hung in the Raptors at the Staples Center tomorrow. Far from ordinary podcast. I know you're a Laker fan. I expect to hear from you when you'll take on Monday's events. We're going to talk football. We're going to talk about the owner of the Panthers having to sell the team on uh, misconduct in the workplace. That seems to be a trend going on in 2017. So we're going to touch on that tomorrow as well. So we're talking basketball. We're talking ownership and misconduct. And then we'll see whatever the fuck KO wants to talk about when he gets here. This is Cali KO on Anchor. I got to let this mic drop. So I can go ahead and get on these sticks. NBA 2K. If you're on the PS4, holler at your boy Cal 933. Deuces.